BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. It's the final rewatch. The final rewatch. Final rewatch. Oh, it's the final rewatch before the new season. It's the final rewatch. I'm watching them all. The final Greetings, stranger friends, and welcome back to the final rewatch where today we are finishing the first season of Stranger Things with Chapter 8, The Upside Down. Now, I had a good streak going. I had seven days in a row, and then yesterday uh, I just couldn't get to it. And, and you know, that's, that's no excuse. Uh, Well, I guess now I'm about to give you all the excuses. Um, So first of all, okay, Sunday, Mother's Day. Uh, Now, my wife and I, we don't have any children of our own. We have a dog. So there was some flowers from the dog. There was a nice dog walk at the park. But we have our mothers. So we took our mothers out for a nice breakfast brunch. So hear me out here, folks, in the morning. I woke up. 
I went grocery shopping. I came back. I went to go take my dog for a walk. My mother-in-law calls me, the same mother-in-law who I just drove back from Florida, and said, oh, what time are we going to the brunch? I said, oh, in about, at about 10 o'clock in the morning. But I'm going to the park right now. Oh, can I come? Sure. Come along. So I go pick her up, and I said, now on the way there, on the way back, I got to stop here and get, um, get something for my wife for uh, her lunch. She loves this chicken salad from this specific uh, little grocery store. And she's like, oh, great. Um, I'll, I'm going to come in with you. Uh, can I get something? I don't have any money, but I'll pay you back. Sure. I grab the chicken salad, and then I stand there. And she looks at all the apples. It's, a, it's an apple orchard, but also like a little superette. She looks at the apples. She looks at the breads. She looks at other fruit. She's picking up. Folks, if you buy apples, make sure you wash them at a store because there's a good chance my mother-in-law picked them up and looked at them. She did all that. Finally, we left. Great. Okay, uh, um, I'll bring the apples to your car. See you in about an hour. Go to the brunch. Everything's perfect. After the brunch, the Bruins are about to start. Now, I'm a huge Boston sports fan. The Bruins are about to start in a playoff game. My wife wants to go for a, a, a nice walk at the park. I be a good husband. I take her to the nice walk at the park. Come back, watch the Bruins. Okay, now it's time for dinner. And I had this other thing, this other project that I was working on. I was like, I have to get this done today. By the time that was done, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I watch wrestling. I admit it. There was a wrestling show last night I wanted to watch. I watched. I said, you know what? I just can't fit everything into the day. I'm going to get up tomorrow morning, nice and early, and, and watch the final episode and get things ready and do it all before work. I got up. Watched the final episode, was um, and before my life, my wife left for work. She bent over to pick something, pick a bag up, and ooh, my back. She's had back issues. Ooh, I think I tweaked it. Oh, okay, you okay? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, it's stiff getting in the car. She goes to work. I finish watching the episode. I literally, I, I, I am not lying to you. I opened up the the audio tool I use, GarageBand. I went to hit record. There's a phone call from my wife who does not call me at work when she's at work. Uh-oh. She's like, yeah, um, I can barely move. Can you come pick up the car and uh, drive me home? Sure. Go pick up the car. Go get a ride out to her office. Pick up the car. Bring it back home. Okay. Let's go to the doctor. Let's get something for your back. Okay, let me walk the dog. Okay, let me run to CVS. Okay, now I have to work, do my regular work for the job. Okay, let me walk my dog. Okay, come home, have dinner. Okay, now the Celtics are on. Folks, I said I'm a huge Boston sports fan. Okay, watch the Celtics. They win. Hooray. And God darn it. Now it's time to talk Stranger Things. It's, it's 10.25 p.m. And I'm like, I, I, I planned everything accordingly to get everything done throughout the day so that I could sit here and finally talk about the final episode of the first season. No more dilly-dallying, no more personal uh, excuses. Here we are talking about Stranger Things. And here we go. Now, I watched this about, I'm going to say, 15 hours ago. Hopefully my notes are pretty good. But I know it started in the lab. Um, we, it kind of picked up where we left off, where... Hopper and Joyce are in the lab. Joyce is in cuffs in the in, in interrogation room with Brenner talking to her. And he's like, we know, 
We know you've been in contact with your son. Six people have been taken this week. I'm trying. I'm working on a brunner. I don't know why. It's not like we're going to see him that much more. Its behavior is predictable. I want to save them. Baloney. You realize um, he doesn't care about saving anybody. He doesn't care about it at all. You know what? Joyce Byers knows this. She calls him out. She's like, stop. I know who you are. I know what you've done. You faked my son's death. You had a fake body. You go to hell. That's right, Joyce. Now, meanwhile, Hopper's getting tased. He's getting, like, he's really getting it rough. What do you know? Um, they're asking him. They, um, he's like, you went too far big time. You killed Benny. You, ki- you faked that kid's death. He says, my friend at the Times is going to know this. They're like, they're shoot, they keep zapping him. And the, the guy who was like the head of security, he's like, you're just a junkie. They were going to, they're planning on shooting him up with dope either making him look like a drug addict or or dying. And Hopper's like, you you uh, you made a mistake. He's like, no, I didn't. It's like, you're going to let us go. You're going to give us what we need to find her son. And then we're going to forget this ever happened. And they're like, oh, is that right? He's like, yeah, that's right. And I kind of forgot that this happened in this episode. And I'm wondering how I come to terms with it. And I wonder if it plays itself out. It, it must play itself out at some point. Um, so we cut over to the school and, you know, Mike is wondering, you know, where, where's Nancy? Where's Jonathan? Where are they? Where are they going? The car is gone. Where, where did they go? And Eleven says, Demogorgon. We see John and Nancy I wrote John, but they never say John. Jonathan and Nancy, they're setting everything up in the buyer's house. They're kind of trashing the house. So I'm surprised the house didn't smell like burnt gas and burnt monster for quite some time. But it seems by Christmas, everything was doing a little better. Um, But they had bear traps, uh, spiked bats, guns. Like these two are ready, ready ready to kick some ass. Gasoline, like I said, they're dumping gasoline on the ground. I was like, they're ready to torch this house. Back over at the lab, now Brenner is with Hopper, gives him his cigarettes, and um, he's like, where's the girl? He's like, you got to give me your word. He, he's like, nobody's going to find out about this. He, he's basically like, he's going to tell them where Eleven is. Uh, he, he, I wrote down, Hop made a deal. And it's kind of sad. Like, you you want Will back, um, but it's like they had the fact that he had to do this. So he sees Joyce, and he's like, he's like, you want Will back? You have to say this place had nothing to do with it. So when she sees Joyce, he's like, what did you do? He's like, I took care of it. You just need to make sure they had nothing to do with it. Now, in reality, in reality. See, it's a double-edged sword because I'm thinking, in reality, Hopper has no idea who this 11 girl is except for the, you know, few moments that he spent with her. But she's just a little girl. So was there a plan B? Was there a plan for him to steal her back? Because thinking about his daughter, 
and seeing this little girl who was, you know, had had like one toy and, and had these, you know, drawings in this lab. Like the fact that Hop would not turn his back on her because he doesn't know her, but the fact that he would so out of sight, out of mind, like kind of say, well, I don't, he doesn't, I don't know anything to you. I don't, I don't know you. So I will give you up to save this boy. It just, it doesn't seem like the hop that we have known or will know. So it's, I just wonder, I forget. And I'm, and I'm interested to see, to remember how it's addressed because it's been a while. Folks, it has been a while. So Hopper and Joyce are both get suited up and they head uh, head for the gate. And I think one of the guys said to Brenner, like, this is a mistake. And um, or did Brenner say this was a mistake? And then the, someone's like, he's gone. Isn't that what you wanted? And, uh, and if they find the boy, they're not going to find him. Uh, but there it is. We see Hopper and Joyce going into the gate. They go all uh, the way through. And this is where I wrote down, clearly they don't care at all about the gate or the upside down. They don't care about uh, saving other people. Like the fact that they don't even have anyone monitoring the gate. They just let Hopper and Joyce go right in. Whatever happens, happens. They don't really care. You know, they, they, when, the, when the gate first happened, maybe they thought Eleven was in there. So they sent someone in looking. But once they confirmed that she was out, well, I guess they, they, you know, they knew she was out. They've known she was out for a while. So maybe they just sent someone in in the name of science. And once that guy got sucked away, they're like, you know what? It's not important. Um, let's get Eleven back. They, they just let Hopper and Joyce, you know, they just let them... Go in without any consequence. All they care about is getting Eleven back under their control. Inside, we see the Upside Down. It is literally a replica of our world, just like in shadow form or whatever you would say with all, you know, just a scary version of our world. Uh, And Hopper's like, are you okay? He's like, breathe in, breathe out, just breathe in. Breathe out, breathe in and out. And we see a little flashback of his daughter. And it looked like she was maybe, they were playing in something and she might have had some sort of asthma attack. And he said the same thing. Breathe in, breathe out. And he's like, you know, we, and he said, we, we see him, I think we see him at this point with Joyce. And he's like, you know, um, are you okay? She's like, you know, they keep going. They keep going through. We cut over to the buyer's house. And Nancy and Jonathan are ready, ready, ready for, oh my God, they take out knives and they cut their hands because they're basically drawing the Demogorgon with blood. They should have just got like, you know, a butcher shop, maybe stole some blood there. But they're drawing this thing in with fresh blood. And, um, you know, the old cut your hand routine. Just the thought of it, I'm like squeamish. Um, But they're, they're hardcore wanting to draw this monster to them. Now, the kids, um, they decided to stay at the school. They're like, let's just wait here, wait for everybody to come back. They couldn't find Jonathan and Nancy. Like, maybe they're kissing. Maybe they're, you know, they say necking. Maybe not. 
my God, every time you, you, you might hear like, me kind of sound weird for a second. That's me suppressing a yawn. I've discovered that when I podcast at night now, all out of nowhere, I'll just start having this audible yawn and they come f- quick and fast. And a lot of the times I catch it, I edit it out. Sometimes I don't. So um, it's just a, I'm, I'm, I'm living quick, living fast. And, um, and yawns be damned. Where was I? Oh, yes. Once they decide to stay put, Dustin goes looking for chocolate pudding. Of course, what else would you, what else would you do? He thinks the lunch lady hoards it. He's like, Elle needs to get charged. And you know what? He's kind of right that um, chocolate pudding um, is, I believe athletes use it in between, um, you know, when they're on the bench, they have a few cups of chocolate pudding before they get back in the game. Obviously, the sugar would um, really uh, recharge things up a bit. So we cut over to the buyer's house, and Steve is there. They're like, they're waiting, they're waiting, and then bang, bang, bang. Jonathan, and Steve is there. He sees Nancy. He's like, oh. And they're like, what are you doing here? He's like, I screwed up. I screwed up. It's, I'm, not, I'm not here. I'm not looking for trouble. I want to make things right. I want to make amends. Or maybe he didn't say that, but I want to make things right. And um, he, come, he pushes his way in. He's like, what the hell is going on here? Like, you need to get out of here. What the, Nancy, are you okay? Are you, are you bleeding? Are you cut? Did he do this? You, she pulls the gun on him. She pulls the gun on her boyfriend. Yes, he's still her boyfriend. And she pulls, he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then all of a sudden, the lights start clicking, clicking, clicking. And what? And then through the ceiling of the of that room, the Demogorgon piles its way through this thing can make its own gates obviously that's what's going on here it can make its own gates that's what it was doing with the trees and that's what it did right there through the through the the ceiling and i wrote down steve is officially in woo he now knows that there's some crazy crap going on here and hawkins uh he's like what the hell is that what the hell is that and uh then it was gone pretty quick but they like they run into another room and it didn't stay around very long. Back in the upside down, Hop, they they Hopper and Joyce they go by like this big egg like thing and it reminded me of Gremlins if you feed them after midnight or the old invasion of the Body Snatchers movie maybe not the old old one but the old one it was like in the eighties. Uh, they see Castle Byers, they run by Castle Byers but no Will no Will in there. They see a, a stuffed animal, and um, there's another flashback of Hopper with his daughter. This time she has no hair, so you know you're led to believe that she has some sort of illness, some sort of cancer, maybe. He's reading to her, uh, and then we see him on a stairwell, um, sobbing, just crying, and you could, you know, now he needs to find Will. He, it's like, you know, I, obviously he, you can't be, what happens to his daughter is tragic. But I, you wonder if there was something in him that blamed him, not blamed him self, but almost like I couldn't save her. Um, but this boy, I can. And, and he was not going to stop and in doing so, he sacrifices, you know, 11 
um, to a degree. But that's, again, another story for another time because it really doesn't get um, played out here, or kind of does. I, I forget exactly. I forget what happens. It's funny how much I forget season two. Crazy. I can't wait to start it tomorrow. Shh, don't tell anybody. It's, it's our secret. Uh, so back over at the buyer's house, Steve is like, this is crazy. This is crazy. They're like, they're like you need to leave. And he's like, oh, this is cra- you know, this is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. If you ever saw the old vacation movie. So he does leave. He's like, yep, I'm out of here. And you think, oh, Steve, he gets to the car. But then lights start blinking in the house and he sees it. And you see this look at his face like, oh, uh-oh, something bad's going to happen again. Boom, inside the house, the Demogorgon attacks Jonathan, gets on top of him. Nancy starts shooting. Nothing much is happening, trying, trying. And then Steve Harrington comes back with the spiked bat. And boom, now, 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 he is officially uh, one of the stranger friends, right? Never mind, never mind that that's what we call ourselves, He's not one of the group. To me, he's officially in at that point, at the point where he takes the bat and does a goddamn twirl with the bat and then smacks the Demogorgon. I'm like, oh my God, Steve, you're one of us now. They actually get the uh, Demogorgon in the bear trap and now I know why all the gasoline was there. They take a lighter, light that sucker up, boom, it's on fire. I feel like they should have waited a little a little bit before they got the fire extinguisher. They sprayed the fire extinguisher, sprayed the... It's gone. Demogorgon's gone. Like, where the hell... Where the hell did it go? So in the Upside Down, they go into the buyer's house now. And it's funny because while they're in there, they're setting off the lights that are actually staring, scaring Steve, uh, Nancy, and Jonathan. Um, but Jonathan thinks... I don't think this is the monster. He's like, I think they know they were heading to where they where they were heading through the gate. So maybe he starts to think, I don't know how the hell he thought it, but he he's like, uh, Mom? And inside the house, Joyce hears a faint, Mom? She's like, she's like, Jonathan? Now, she probably thinks Jonathan should be back at the school, so that probably, um, probably got her a little concerned. Back over at the school... Dustin yells, Mike, I found the chocolate pudding. And of course, that lunch lady hoarded it just like he said it would. Uh, and there's this, there's this cute moment here where Mike is saying his parents will, it's like naive thinking, you know, my parents, they're, they're going to take care of you. Like, really? His parents, his parents have no idea what was going on. Um, he's like, my parents could be like your parents and, and, and Nancy can be like your sister. And you like my brother? Oh, no, 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 no. Why? No, it's different. It's different. Well, I want to take you to the snowball. The the snowball? And it's a dance. And it's not something you bring your brother to. And then he leans in for a kiss. And he can't believe he did it. She can't believe he did it. And then you see headlights. And he's probably thinking, oh, Nancy, good. They, nope. He goes and looks outside. He sees all these cars show up. He runs in. They found us. They found us. They're like, how? I don't know. And and Dustin says, Lando. 
Again, he's saying somebody gave them up. And he's right. Hopper did. Now, Hopper's probably thinking, they're going to go there, they're going to get the girl, and that's the end of it. I guess that's kind of what the plan was, but they're going in with all these tranquilizer guns, with all these kids there. They come and they surround him, including that woman, that woman we all hate, surrounds all the kids. And then Levin stares at them, and in one felt swoop, kills all of them. Killed all of those bad guys. So bring your good times and your Look, I'm not, I'm not saying that that killing's good. Believe me, I'm not saying that. But I am saying these murderous bastards. They killed Benny. They get what was coming to them. You know, in TV world, in real world, you, you that's a horrible thing. TV world. Wonderful. She took all these guys. I mean, just the slow motion of like them sitting there and going, huh? What? Oh, and then the blood pouring out of all their eyes, include especially that woman in the front, the, the, the Benny killer. Um, and then they all just drop. I was like, it was so satisfying. So, gr- so gratifying. Uh, but of course, it, it took a lot of energy out of 11 and she is knocked out. I mean, completely knocked out. Um, we cut back over to Hopper and Joyce. They're now in the downtown area and, um, they come across the library and, uh, <laughs> of course, sorry, that's where I would go. If I was trapped in the upside down, I'd go hide in the library. I mean, at least you can get some reading done. Uh, you can look up some microfiche for some old newspapers. Obviously Will wasn't hiding in there. Um, cut now we cut we're cutting back and forth we get back to the lab and they're they're standing over 11 and Brenner again all these dead bodies he really doesn't care he didn't even care like didn't think twice about it leave her step away from the child and they they get pulled away and Brenner has her back has 11 back and he's like I'm going to take you back to the lab. I know I can't do a Brenner, but I'm, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to take you back. I'm going to make you better. Eleven, I'm going to make you better. And she's like, bad, bad. And then she looks at Mike. Mike, Mike. She starts calling for Mike. And then everyone notices something. And all that blood, all those dead bodies. Here it comes, everybody. Here it comes. Here comes the monster. Demogorgon! Brenner's dead. I mean, it was a very anticlimactic moment where the the monster comes out. It's like... And Brenner's like, whoa, that's a... Jumps on him. Boom, dead. I mean, Bob Newby thought that was a quick death. Um, 
and and I know they'll say, you know, um, you never actually see him die. I think at some point, you're like, well, we'll actually see him die. Okay, this thing jumped on Jonathan and did didn't kill him, but come on, that thing did not just tackle him and give him a little kiss. That thing ate his face. He had a um, he had a Brenner for dinner. Hmm. It doesn't rhyme exactly, but it's pretty close. So back, Hopper and Joyce are back in the library. They find these skulls all in this, um, these vines. You know, the vines, the, the tentacles. They were saying other people were missing. They were saying some hunters were missing. Um, and you see, I don't know if that's what we saw. Was that Barb? I thought maybe that was Barb. Um, and then all of a sudden, boom, Will. It's like, Will! And you see Will has this thing in his mouth, and we get another flashback to um, to his kid, to Hopper's kid, Sarah. And she has a tube in her mouth, and she's crashing. She's crashing, she's flatlining, and Hopper and his ex-wife are just standing there without, you know, the power, we're powerless, powerless watching their life crumble in front of them, watching their little girl die. And he sees the tentacle in his in Will's mouth and just pulls that thing right out. Now back over at the school, kids take eleven, they bring her to this lab and Mike tries to comfort her, tries to um tries to uh you know, he's like, We're gonna get you a bed and we're gonna bring you to the snowball and um tries to like, you know, she's a little you know, she's awake now, but he's she's really upset and she's really weak. And the Demogorgon comes in. They're like, get the wrist rocket ready. This was Lucas's moment to get the wrist rocket going. And, um, um, you know, shoot it with one, boom. Shoot it with another, boom, nothing. And then he pulls back. He hits it with another. And the, the Demogorgon flies back, smashes up against the, the chalkboard, the wall. And did that actually do that? Nope, it was 11. And, I mean... She's stalking right at, at the monster. And Mike's like, no, Eleven, stop. And she just pushes him back. And it's like, no, she's not stopping. She knows what she has to do. She stalks right up to this thing. And this the, the, the Demogorgon looks scared. This monster looks scared. It is powerless. It's just pinned up against the wall. And um, when, you know, she turns her head and she goes, Good, goodbye, Mike. It's like, oh, no. And she uses her powers and and, and the monster f- 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 turns to dust. And Eleven, Eleven's gone. She's gone. Back in the Upside Down, Hopper and Joyce are now doing CPR. Like he, they, the masks, the hazmat suits, dam- you know, be damned on them. Um, they take it off and they're doing chest compressions and Joyce's is doing mouth to mouth and then he starts hitting it come on kid come on kid Some, you know hitting his his chest and boom life will comes back to life they put a mask they put the the air mask on him and um oh, thank goodness back at the school the wheelers show up and you see you know um mr and mrs wheeler they're very they're nervous mr wheeler just stands there like a like a wet noodle but Mrs. Wheeler is very like, Michael, Michael. She gives him a big hug and, you know, he, he's upset um, and they fade away. They fade away. 
fade in. Will's in the hospital. Joyce and Jonathan are there. And it, it is an interesting thing they do. Will says, what happened to your hand? Like, Will just went through hell. He wakes up at the hospital, and his first thought is to ask about his brother's hand. And even Jonathan's like, you, you just went through all this. You're asking about my hand? Don't worry about me. I'm fine. They, we see in the waiting room, we see Hopper, Mr. Wheeler, Steve is there, Mrs. Wheeler, Nancy, Luke, Lucas, and Dustin are, are sleeping, and Mike's just um, waiting. Jonathan's like, comes out, gives him a little, uh, little nod. Like, he wants us. He wants us. They all run in. And Will says that one line that just oh, guts me. He says, uh, the Demogorgon, it got me. He's like, I know. Yeah, we know. Uh, you know, it, it came for us, too. We made a new friend, and she stopped him, and she saved us. And um, it was just like, it was awesome that they, they gave him a big hug, and they were all happy to see. So Hopper, he's ready to... Um, to head out or he goes out for a cigarette or whatever and this car pulls up right away and he's like huh, all right he goes to get in to the car this has something that something to do with the deal he made but i just don't remember i'm so happy that i don't remember and i don't want any anybody to tell me i want to discover it and learn it for myself so then it fades away and it says one month later, like, oh my goodness gracious, they're back to playing Dungeons and Dragons. Um, Jonathan um, came over to pick uh, pick up Will. They're not having Will ride his bike home. It's winter though, so maybe they don't want him riding his bike anyway. Uh, it's fun seeing Lucas and Dustin play fighting while Mike, he kept up 11's forward and the walkie-talkie's still there on standby if needed. Uh, Jonathan's about to leave and Nancy comes and gives Jonathan... Uh, something she's like what is this he's like it's a gift he's like it's just something you know it's, you know Merry Christmas Merry Christmas he leaves and um, she goes over and you, you hear Steve go did you give it to him and the way he said it it was almost like you know he know he, he's okay with whatever friendship they have there's a bond there now that they have that is um, that is you know beyond the silly high school crap. So he's okay with them being friends and he's trying to make amends. But Stephen and Nancy are still boyfriend-girlfriend. For now. For now. In the car, we see Will open up the gift for his brother and it's this camera. He's like, wow, that's really nice. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jump over to the police station. There's a Christmas party going on. And Hopper puts a bunch of food in his Tupperware. They're like, what are, you, what are you leaving early? He's like, I just came here to get some food. Like, oh, that's the spirit. But he drives out to the woods, out to that Mirkwood area. And there's a box out there, a little like, um, it's like a box with a hinge that you can put stuff in. He leaves uh, that in there. Plus, he leaves a couple Eggos wrapped in there. So Mike must have told them about the Eggos. They must have talked. But what did Hopper tell them? That's what I wonder. We jump back to uh, the buyer's house. And Jonathan's like, oh, I bet that's an Atari in there. She's like, what? And, you know, uh, Jonathan's taking a bunch of photos of Christmas stuff. It just looked really nice. And Will's like, I'm going to go wash my hands. He goes to wash his hands. He looks in the mirror. Then he starts coughing. And he cops up some sort of 
upside down slug. And then he's in the upside down for a moment. He's looking around. Everything he sees is the upside down. And then he's back. I don't know why it was like a transformer. And my, my thinking is, you know, the upside down is not over with you yet, Mr. Will Byers. They go and they sit around the table. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Pulls out. And then we get the Stranger theme, Stranger Things theme song. And I love that we got the Stranger Things theme song, kind of like a bookend, because they didn't know what they had. Netflix didn't know what they had. They, they, they put this thing out. They put the, this season out on July 15th, 2016. Who knew what the reception would be? You know, maybe this was just a nice little bookend, like, oh, wow, maybe that would have happened, and maybe this, and maybe that, and we'll never know. Except a month and a half later, August 31st, 2016, Stranger Things, it was announced that it was renewed for a second season on Netflix. And now that we're done the first season, of course it makes sense to go and rewatch that second one because we only got so many days left in the calendar now. I realize now I have to fill every single day with an episode for you guys. Or I throw two out there in one day. It could happen. It could happen. Just saying. Just saying. So uh, that's it. That's it. This thing, this this season, you know, it's a rewatch. And I'm probably going into too much detail talking about it again and again. But that's okay. I enjoy it. And I appreciate you guys listening. Um, but I'm excited to to relive season two because it's been a while. I think I rewatched it for the... Um, podcast. Like, that's the last time I watched these episodes when I rewatched them for the original podcasts. So, rewatching them again for these little rewatches, I could say rewatch 10 times just to kind of, um, uh, you know, really cement the thought of in your head that this is a rewatch. I'm rewatching this for the rewatch. And this is the time of night when you realize, oh man, he's, he's rambling. He shouldn't be, they should probably take the microphone away from him. But I told you, my wife hurt her back, so she can't come out here right now and take the microphone away from me. What will happen, though, is I'm going to hit save, hit upload, and go to bed. So, my friends, um, I'm so happy I did this. And I can't wait to, to get to the next season. Uh, you know where to find me. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Geek Mentality. You can find the show on Twitter at Stranger Pod and on Instagram at Stranger Danger pod right I think and of course the website where all episodes can be found are, is at fans not experts dot com slash stranger danger there's links there to subscribe there's links there to leave a message um, and of course every episode we have so my friends until next time and by that I mean tomorrow I hope everyone did have a nice Mother's Day weekend Go Celtics, go Bruins for my local New England fans. And um, yeah, that's it. Stay stranger, my friends. And just like I said, the Upside Down is not done with you yet, Mr. Will Byers. Fans not experts.